Welcome to Nerd Off, a weekly trivia podcast brought to you by Highball Trivia. Two contestants will face off in 10 categories. Each player will wager 10 or 20 points for their opponent on every question. If a player gets the question right, they get the points. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the points. At the end of regulation, players will each face two final questions, one in each player's specialty. To earn their wager, which can be any or all of the points they've earned so far, players have to get both questions correct. Now here's your host, Andrew Buxbaum. Um, in other news, I've heard we're recording a trivia podcast, everybody. Are we? Yeah, welcome to the show. Holy Halloween, uh, I, Batman. Yeah, I'm actually deciding to pull my weight here, write some questions, Ooh. co-host two episodes in a row. Giggity, giggity, goo. Yeah. So welcome to Nerd Off, the second episode in a row where Drew and I are co-hosting. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, Jay, I forget if I've had you on the new iteration or not. Drew, who do you think opened the new iteration? That's right. Okay. I know, I know that, um, we had a few reschedules. I, I couldn't remember if you'd been on before that, but you had. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's been, been a long time since we rock and rolled, but I'm happy to be back. But <laughs> since it has been a little while and I'm new here, tell us a little bit about you, Jay. Any cool uh, things you want to talk about? Uh, sure. Uh, I only cried for 30 minutes today because I'm too busy with all the stuff I do in trivia. So we'll call that an improvement. Dang, girl. I know, right? It, oh, and it was an ugly one, too. You'll be very happy to know, Carrie. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got a like, lot of plates spinning right now between uh, live hosted trivia shows in the Chicago area, my Twitch channel where we do trivia and trivia adjacent content. Uh, you know, the World Trivia Federation, which we may have alluded to uh, earlier in conversation, and my new podcast project launching November 8th, uh, or November 7th, excuse me, called Verboten on the PTE Network. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Jay? <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, if you're familiar with games like Password or Taboo, it's like that, but I changed the rules so that I don't get uh, sued for copyright infringement. Perfect. That that's is it. such that's like the a show. succinct and good explanation that I love yeah. it. Yeah, we the love tagline someone is who's not going to get sued. <clears throat> oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, the tagline is uh, "We'll entertain you in thirty words or less, or it's free." <laughs> Thank goodness. Which is great because podcasts are notoriously expensive to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate. And uh, your opponent today, also not a stranger to the show, also not a stranger to you. Alan, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, I'm Alan. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Duval. I hate that stupid chant. Um, <laughs> uh, I currently work as a customer service rep, but not for very much longer. I start a new job November 6th at a law firm doing accounts payable. So Ooh. off the phones. Congratulations nice. on that, Alan. Yeah, yeah I get to tell job. the lawyers what they can and can't bill for. I'm pretty that's, sure they think they can go for every envy. single thing they do. Yeah. Oh, they do. They think they can. <laughs> Breathing is uh, billable. Yeah, it's very much a who watches the Watchmen situation down there. Yes. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I can't speak for Carrie, but I'm glad to have both of you on today. You can speak for me. Of course, I'm glad to have them both on. Oh, my name is Drew, and I speak for the trees. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um so we are doing uh, a bit of a halloween episode today Ooh. so i hope you brought your costumes uh i'm wearing way too much right now for Abbott, uh considered to be a costume 
Oh, are, <laughs> Wait, are hold you on, on no. the, no, I have the a thing slutty Halloween Uh Yeah, I went non-slutty for 40 years, so I am feeling it. Oh, I'm yeah. in my slutty Halloween costume era, Carrie. But we for now, that. we'll just put on the uh, Carmen Sandiego hat. Excellent. Oh, wow. And then take it she off because really I can't just... see the screen. <laughs> really just pulled out a Carmen Sandiego hat. Look at how big the damn brim is. No, the brim is huge. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's a good Carmen Sandiego hat. I do not have a costume at my disposal after, you know, joking about that. I have one. Oh, my I, my avocado costume is in my car. Ooh, where it nice. there lives. Oh, there you go. There are 85 <laughs> hats over in this area, if you're unfamiliar. I'm gathering that. That's awesome. Um, so I, I can't speak to, to Carrie's questions. But mine aren't necessarily directly Halloween, but Halloween themed, Halloween adjacent, um, so that we still, so that you don't, so that you don't get the same twenty Halloween questions you've gotten every year from everyone else, you know, and have written every year for twenty years. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's why I went this route because I'm like I'm sick of writing direct Halloween questions. Like I'm beyond sick of it. Um, I do it every year. It's like the um when you do a Christmas themed one, everybody always asks how many gifts does it add up to mm-hmm. on the 12 days of Christmas? Ooh, You're like, I don't know if any of you knew this, but uh, Michael Myers mask in Halloween. That's a very common question, which I won't mention. Yes. In oh case my God, one of you wrote the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in fact shatter. the shatter. Yeah. yeah that's that's probably the number one chestnutty Halloween question I've stumbled across over the years. Yeah. I, I think I've asked it in every game I've ever done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except for this one. Right, exactly. I didn't write that one either. It's almost a rite of passage as you do like holiday themed games. It Perfect. is. Well, I'll ask you when I'm writing my Arbor Day quiz. <laughs> yeah, Arbor Day is coming up, isn't it? Oh, man. That's so uh, We can do an Arbor Day quiz. Like, here, about that. Here's the thing I actually have to figure out like these silly little holidays and observances because I have a new TikTok channel now for no better reason than I needed something to eat up five minutes of my life every day. Uh, and the gimmick is I write a trivia question and present it on there every day, themed towards whatever silly holiday is going on today. Like, for instance, uh, United Nations Day. So I wrote a question about UNICEF. I knew the today answer. Also, iPod Day, International iPod iPod day. I saw that, but I didn't want to have to write an iPod question. That's 2007 right. is the iPhone. 2001 mm-hmm. was the iPod. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad still uses a little iPod mini, and that's what he listens to when he does like yard work with like oh, no headphones. It's so precious. It's such a dad thing. I was going to say, how, how, how are those? I'm new the lawn. Looking and you like new down with this? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are going to start with a category that I like to call. I actually flipped two of my categories locations because I realized I started with a more difficult question. So uh, we are going to go with the category of what's in a name. Um, And Jay, you're going to be player one because that's just what I wrote down on my paper. Um, Alan, you're going to be player two. Jay, what do you think Alan knows about the category? What's in a name? Do you want to wager 10 or 20? It's a nice vague category. It sure is. Uh, here's the thing. Alan scares the crap out of me as an opponent. Um, and he knows why. Uh, so let's, let's start out conservative and let's put 10 on it. 10. All right. And Alan, what about for Jay? I'll go 10 as well. Cause my luck's bound to run out at some point. 
<laughs> yeah, Jay, uh, you're. I think you're a lot better than you give yourself credit for. I I give myself plenty of credit. Alan's damn good. <laughs> All right. Well, confident and humble. I love it. Yeah, it's a it's a tightrope, but I walk it. <laughs> All right. Well, Jay. This 1993 Salem-based movie with a 2022 sequel was originally written to be much darker and was titled Halloween House. I don't know why this isn't immediately coming to me. Uh... Oh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is a correct answer. All right. Now, Alan... This 1978 movie with a 2018 reboot based in fictional Haddonfield, Illinois, is rumored to have originally been called The Babysitter Murders. Haddonfield, that's... Halloween? It is Halloween. Yeah, all the best horror yeah, movies nice. for some reason take place in Illinois. The, the, pro the producers have... Uh, long since debunked that rumor and said it never had another name other than Halloween, but the urban legend persisted for many years. Look, man, content's content. Uh, uh, never let the facts get in the way of a good question. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I have a, I have a quick little aside. Of course. Uh, speaking of horror movies taking place in Illinois, I I'm not a big scary movie person, and I watched a movie last night that was like if a John Hughes movie had a serial killer in it, Okay. It, it's called Totally Killer. Uh, it is. Yeah, that tracks. They, All right. I'm running they go yeah. back in time to the 80s to try to stop a serial killer. So, But it's a horror comedy. Like, it it was funny. Okay. But it's also very gory. Huh. So, so, like, just, yeah, that, that gore comedy kind of vibe that you got with, like, Leprechaun and stuff? Not even that. It's like if if Clueless had like Michael Myers in it. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. There are so many people from Clueless that could use that treatment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, but it's funny. The dialogue is hilarious. So it's highly still, recommend. It still yeah. blows my mind to go back and watch Clueless and realize Paul Rudd has aged Never three aged. years in 30 years. Yeah. Rude. Sold the yeah. soul to the devil. I've aged right. like 30 years and three years. Well, <laughs> we I'm going to kick it over to Carrie for category number two. Let's see what you uh, folks are in for. So sticking very adjacently and we'll move farther away from the Halloween topic. This category is tricks and treats. Alan, what do you think Jay knows about tricks and treats? I'll go 10. Okay. And Jay. I'm, you know, let's let's make a move here. I'm gonna put uh, 20 on it. Oh yes. We gotta we gotta open it up at some point. Look, the thing I learned long ago with these these guest appearances on trivia podcasts is I get paid the same whether or not I win. So that's completely true. We're gonna straight ball through this and, one, baby. And whether or not people actually play. Yeah. <laughs> Special announcement. The winner of this episode gets a dollar. <gasps> I was promised a dollar at one point from your show. So still waiting on that dollar. I am. You know, Alan, thank you. And with that, 
to you, our first question of tricks and treats. Um, Trick-or-treating as a custom did not appear in North America until roughly 1917, but its precursor involved neighborhood kids dressing up as scary characters and throwing flour into the faces of unsuspecting adults who opened their front door. Going with Alan's second best Learned League category of movies, uh. this activity best demonstrated in what, this activity is perhaps best demonstrated in what 1944 film starring Judy Garland and directed by Vincenti Minnelli. 1944. Mm. What was she doing back then? A surprising amount of drugs for her age. <laughs> Honestly, you could just go with that one. Yeah. I mean, based off the Wizard of Oz stories I've heard, yeah. Don't know if this is true, but Gary, while there's thinking going on, meet me in St. Louis. Sorry, I said meet me in St. Louis. That is, oh, that is correct. And while you were thinking on that, Andrew sent me a dollar. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I will be yeah, using I was, that. I was promised one hundred and thirty-three dollars to appear last minute. I'm just yeah. putting that out in the universe. Yeah, nope. But congratulations, Alan. You are right. That is meet me in St. Louis. That is where Judy Garland and Minnelli met, and later begot Liza. Of Liza fame. Good poll there, Alan. That was yeah. a good poll. All right. And on to Jay in Tricks and Treats. What adorable, mischievous, gummy Halloween or movie theater treat was known as Mars Men when it first rolled out in the late 1970s? The name was changed in the 80s to its current one, and there haven't been any copyright issues with a certain doll company. Huh. Uh, I don't know if this is a candy, but I think it ticks enough boxes with the, the clues in the question. I'm going to say Bratz. That is not. It is actually Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I didn't realize those were dolls. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it was uh, people thought oh, that Cabbage Patch. Between okay. with them, with cabbage gotcha. Patch kids, yeah. No, I was, apparently... I was I was off from the jump on that one. I'll take it. Oh. Sorry for the misleading. Up. Brats are mischievous. It's fair. They they are. Just drink your spotted cow, Carrie. It's fine. I'll be over here. Drink, drink your okay. deconstructed Roman Coke. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to construct it. Hold on. Well, I'm I'm oh. drinking. I'm also having Coke Zero there, Jay. So we're we're twins. Adam, you, you're doing in mouth. Uh, well, it, ultimately stomach mixing. Yeah. Oh, perfect. There you go. I've just in got case you need to talk on this, you know, entirely audio based medium. <laughs> don't worry that is my biggest downfall with recording these is that i forget that it's audio i actually have pictures i want to show you uh, on some of the questions so oh, oh well it'll happen it'll happen i just uh, put them in the well, show notes afterwards you'll be fine your yeah. third category is sucking some blood sucking some blood blood okay yeah yeah blood blood uh, you had me and then lost me <laughs> that that was that was the goal of the dot dot dot. <laughs> uh, Jay, what do you think Alan knows about sucking? Uh, enough ten. <laughs> and Look, I shot Alan... my shot. It failed miserably. I'm playing catch up now. 
<laughs> Alan, what about for Jay? Probably more than me, 10. All right. My new gimmick, by the way, is I'm going to change hats for every question because it provides a lot of value for the listeners. I've I've noticed it's providing value for me, and you know, keeping me and Carrie entertained keeps the the vibe of the show going. You know, no, for sure. All right. Well, your question and sucking some blood is: This Hungarian noblewoman, thought to be among the most prolific female murderers in history, is believed to have partly inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula. According to legend, she bathed in the blood of her victims to retain her youthful appearance. I am very happy that I bought the old uh, DVD board game atmosphere back in the day, because uh, she appears as a character, uh, Countess Elizabeth Bathory. That is correct. And I love your babushka, Carrie. Thank you. It's a Russian policeman's hat. Oh, wow. Let's say it keeps your head warm in those cold Floridian winters, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm freezing. <laughs> About to put down you, the ear flaps. You kill Russian policemen to get? Well, yeah, that's the only way to get it. Yeah, of course. Well, Alan, another inspiration for Stoker was Vlad the Impaler, son of Vlad, Dra Vlad Dracul. Dracul means this, taken from the name of the order he belonged to, which had St. George as its patron saint and the purpose of defeating the Ottoman Empire. I knew I had smart people on. Um, I would say the devil. Nope, it is the dragon. The oh, dragon. I was thinking Crusader, but now St. George makes a hell of a lot of sense. Ah, uh, yep. yeah. All right, let me do some tabulating here. Uh, Tim, if you're listening, I didn't bother uh, resetting the spreadsheet from last time, so I'm doing this by hand. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, oh, I love to watch you do math, Drew. I but know that's, that's a me kink, not a you thing. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, wait till we get to the final categories. Like, oh. you have to understand, Drew, you brought new people into this experience who have never engaged with me, so I have to be on today. <laughs> Oh, boy. Carrie's like, oh, a lot of what I've heard makes sense now. I was excited. So. All the stories are true, Carrie. They're all true. All the anything. rumors are true. Excellent. Yeah, if anything, they're greatly under-exaggerated. <laughs> and back to Carrie for question number four. I thought you were tabulating. Oh, I tabulated. I thought I was yeah, it doesn't oh, take a long we to tabulate. Get a score update. Oh, we get a score update. Quick. Alan is currently winning 40 to 30. Excellent. All right. And going into the fourth round, this category is bloodsuckers. I know this will remind you of another category, but don't be fooled. All right. Uh, Alan, you're first. What do you think Jay knows about bloodsuckers? Yeah. Uh, I'll take a swing 20. Ooh, 20 to you, Jay. All right. Uh, let's return the favor and go 20. Excellent. like that. All right, Alan, your question. Sometimes mistakenly thought to be a type of eel, what jawless and quite horrifying looking fish has 18 species known to be parasitic, which bore into the skin of other fish to suck their blood? Its name is probably derived from Latin for stone liquor, 
which was Drew's nickname in high school. That's probably not too far off. Uh, can I hear that one more time? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes mistakenly thought to be a type of eel, what jawless and quite horrifying looking fish has 18 species known to be parasitic, which bore into the skin of other fish to suck their blood. Its name is probably derived from Latin for stone liquor. Which was Drew's which nickname. Was Drew's nickname. Yeah, as we established. Yeah, mm. don't leave out the important part. <laughs> you're yeah, right. You're right. It, I gotta read the whole script. What are those things called? I can picture it, and they are horrifying. Oh, lamprey. That is correct. They are really awful. Uh, I'm. That's one that I'm about to show you guys a photo of. I know. I understand. It is a an audio medium, but you guys are going to get a, a lamprey <laughs> photo if it wants. There it goes. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Click to open. Let's see what we got. Potential oh, security it... issue detected. Oh, then never mind. No, I Sorry. clicked open anyway. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, sorry. I just downloaded it off of Google. <laughs> Listen, everything I looked at in my oh, teenage Jesus years. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's got like a teenage four potential security issue. Yeah, no, it's, it's weird. Like it opened up on my screen right where Drew was, and I wasn't pre I wasn't expecting the upgrade. Well. Ouch. Yeah. That hurts yes. my feelings well, if I had them. But yes, it is a lamprey. And now in Bloodsuckers over to Jay. We're talking about girl dinner sometimes. <laughs> if you want to really talk about that, the vampire ground finch is known to drink the blood of blue-footed and Nazca boobies by pecking their skin, and it is native to what island group? They also find other nutrients by stealing freshly laid eggs from nests, as well as leftover fish and guano. Island group on this, huh? You'd think I'd know more about blue-footed bo boobies, all things considered. Uh, and the vampire ground finch. What a cool sounding name. It, right? I didn't know birds were vampiric. Like, I'm not even ripping here. I just didn't know. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, like, half of the weird shit in the world is in the Galapagos, but I don't know that that's what I want to say here. Blue-footed booby. Let's... Yeah, let's save the Galapagos Islands. Why not? You are correct. Half the weird <laughs> shit is there, specifically this weird shit. Worked my way into a shoot on that one. I'll take there it. There we go. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. You 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 both uh you both got your question right there. So uh no big points changing hands. So it didn't uh, matter at all. Got it. Yep. Well, your fifth category today is gonna be serial killers. Uh, Jay, what do you think uh, Alan knows about serial killers? Uh, let's say 10. He's got that face. <laughs> That's just the one he has. Look, it's just, it screams That's true just crime the one aficionado to me, right? Yeah, a true crime aficionado. I bet Alan knows. 
wink, wink, among other things. Yeah. And Alan, what about for our friend Jay? Uh, 10. 10. All right. Look, the way I see it, all my bad riffing is just going to get cut in editing. So I'm going to sound great and the show's going to be awesome. You really what you don't know editing. I was going to say, what you don't know is how little editing goes into this. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she listens. Uh, it's basically chop, upload. There we go. Yep. I cut out dead time, and that's largely it. Yeah. Because I believe that all the content that my guests put in is worth a listen. Uh, so, Jay. Your question is, every year General Mills releases their monster line, which includes the likes of Count Chocula and Frankenberry. What new monster was added this year representing a caramel apple cereal? Oh, yeah. What's the character's name? Um, it's not it's not Boo Berry. That, that one's been around for forever. It's I, I want to say it's a mummy, but I just do not recall what the mascot or cereal's name is uh so i'm gonna say uh step on me mummy <laughs> that would be a nice little kinky cereal there that's on uh, the x-rated <laughs> shelf <laughs> no it is carmella creeper oh you're right yeah which i never think of carmella as a creeper which is why no! I didn't get that. she's the best human Carmella's <laughs> mm-hmm. great hard agree on that Absolutely, and she will be an upcoming guest on the show. Woohoo! We spoke this afternoon. Excellent. All right, Alan. For Halloween, General Mills releases this normally round cereal in bat form. But beware, there's no candy in this bowl. Hmm. Is that General Mills? Just grocery shopping not too long ago because we have to do that. It's a necessary evil. I love grocery shopping. Oh, I hate it. But I also worked in retail for 15 years. Yikes on bikes. Exactly. For what it's Um, worth, I just picked up what you're throwing down. No candy in this bowl. Bat shaped, normally round. Oh, I can't remember. I'm sure it's potentially my favorite cereal now that I'm thinking about it. It's probably not one I like. Otherwise, I would know this. Bat. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to tap out on this. I don't know it. Ooh, can I can I make the pun? You can make the pun. Uh, uh yeah, there's there's no candy in the bowl cuz it's all tricks, no treats. No. That was No. My- That's way better. That is a better answer. I'm petitioning no, for that. It's, it's Reese's Puffs. They do Reese's Bats. Oh, they do. That is it. Yes. Ah. I like your pun, though, Jay. Right? You're... Better yeah. answer. It, it yes. is. It's just not an accurate I swung answer. for the fences on that. I'll take the yeah. L. <laughs> well, you both got it wrong, so no harm, no foul there. So just so you guys know, for this upcoming one, Drew and I do not write our questions together. Uh, we tell each other the categories, or one of us will say some categories, and then the other one will decide. So mm-hmm. I I knew he was doing We Suck Blood, and so I did Blood Suckers, and he's like, is that going to be about vampires? And I was like, no, yours is about vampires. I'll make mine different. That kind of thing. 
So he did serial killers, and I'm doing serial serial killers. killers. Right. Okay. I'm a dick. You got to ask for clarification on things like that. Oh no, I was like sixty forty. This was going to be about breakfast food going in. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So, Alan, what do you think Jay knows about serial killers, breakfast or otherwise? Yeah, this is definitely going to be otherwise. I'll go 10. Okay. Jay? 20. Drums fingers dramatically. Excellent. Do you have Halloween earrings on right now? Uh, a little bit. These are actually a, uh, something I picked up from a friend of mine who upcycles jewelry. These, and I'll get them right in the camera frame here, are repurposed Joy-Cons uh, that drip like blood. I think she called them uh, drips of rage or something like that. I don't know what that means. Is that... Uh, one of the big things that annoys people with like the Nintendo Switch is that the Joy-Cons will drift over time, which means they stop being as responsive and they kind of lock into one direction. That's a button. Yes. It's a little tiny thumbstick controller, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm real look, basic on They this. literally, like, okay. up, down, left, right, they click. They're fidgets, and they're heavy. She's like, have you heard about that new Nintendo Entertainment System game, <laughs> yeah. The Legend of Zelda? Yeah, I am i don't know video games at all. All right, You're doing now. great, Carrie. We're, we're proud to have you on here anyway. Yeah, I know. I For all my faults. Okay, Alan, your question in Serial Killers. Of... Wesley Sherman teen, Dennis Rader, or Vaughn Greenwood, which one was better known as BTK or Bind, Torture, Kill after his methods? That's, uh, what were the names you gave me? Wesley Sherman teen, Dennis Rader, Vaughn Greenwood. Dennis Rader. That is correct. It is Dennis Rader. Uh, Sherman Teen was one half of the Speed Freak Killers, and Greenwood was the Skid Row Slasher. Well done, Alan. I'm afraid of you now. Wait, is Sebastian Bach okay? <laughs> I remember you from the last time you made a Skid Row reference. Oh, excellent. I was like, I don't know what you're... Okay, Sebastian Bach, lead singer, Skid Row. Yeah, it took... I was like, what did I just say? In fairness, <laughs> it's like Carrie's bedtime. Yeah, that's also <laughs> We're getting real into that. Okay, and then your question, serial killers, Jay. Mm -hmm. Which of these is is not a known serial killer nickname? The Taco Bell Strangler, the Sunday Morning Slasher, or the Faraday Killer? Which one do I think you were most likely to arbitrarily make up? Hmm. I don't think you would have made up something about Faraday because that's such an oddly specific uh, connection to draw. Um, the Taco Bell strangle actually rang a vague bell. The pun will land. Give it a second. I was like a vague Taco Bell. There it is. Uh, so we'll say uh, the middle one, the Sunday morning, uh, whatever. Sunday morning was. slasher. Dangerous hugger of, of violence, whatever. Yeah. Actually, it is the Faraday killer. Oh. Jerry Lee Lewis, who is known as the killer, was born in Faraday, Louisiana. Okay. That's where I, I went, came up with that one. Yeah, I went straight to like the scientist. For yeah, no oh, other reason. like a Faraday yeah. cage. Right. Yeah. Um, I, and I, what I wrote in here was 
Uh, he was born in Faraday, Louisiana, and has not been accused of murder as of this recording. Uh, the Taco Bell Strangler is awaiting execution in North Carolina for killing 11 women in the early 90s. And the Sunday morning slasher died in prison in 2007 while serving two life sentences with an alleged victim count of over 100. Oh, damn. I picked the, the killeriest killer that right. killed exactly. on that list. Well, oh, great. That sounds so gentle. So I've got questions. Taco Bell killer. Did he kill like employees of Taco Bell? Did Taco yes. Bell give him such an upset tummy that he went on a killing spree? Like what, what, what what's the He was a manager of a Taco Bell ah. and uh, strangled a couple of his uh, co-workers uh, and then went on this like rampage. I just figured it was when he was on the run after being uh, fingered because he went to the border. Oh, I thought you meant like on the run. He had the runs from. Yeah, that's that's usually the side. I mean, not not mutually exclusive there. That's fair. Well, yeah, that that opens up a little bit of a lead for Alan. It is now a hundred to sixty, but it is still anyone's game because this scoring system is designed to create wild swings. And your scoring system family. that I famously don't understand, so I have no idea what's going. on. Well, and that's why I keep score. Exactly. And that's why Tim you did do the, the spreadsheet for me. You're the boy, you using? the math. Yeah, it's, it's... I am offended at the core concept of that comment. There's there's boy math, there's girl math, and there's dream yeah. math. It's, it's that our maths are different. I can do girl math. Look, I can't do boy math. I am notoriously capable of doing one and actively learning the other. <laughs> Excellent. I did girl Better... math literally yesterday uh timu i had to buy like wax warmer cups uh to put the wax in so they don't destroy your thing uh and they were like four bucks but you know it would have cost me shipping if i didn't have a ten dollar order so bam this dress that's been sitting in my cart for three weeks is coming to my house so <laughs> both items were free but uh, more well i saved almost fifty dollars so exactly. in fact effectively they paid me yeah yeah you're richer because timu I stole your dad very much so. Yeah, girl math. I love it. I'm gonna let you all in on a secret. I love girl math. Yeah. I I, use, I utilize it all the time. <laughs> but your seventh category today is gonna be in the topic of haunted White House. Jay, what do you think Alan knows about haunted White House? Probably everything, but I gotta make a move anyway. So let's stick twenty on it. All right. And Alan, what about for Jay? I'll go twenty as well. We'll go punch for punch here. Oh. All right. <clears throat> so I'm Jay, I like it. First Lady Grace Coolidge was the first person to say she had seen the ghost of this former Illinois representative and president at the White House. Sightings of this ghost were frequent during the during FDR's administration, and Winston Churchill claims to have emerged from the shower to find this ghost sitting by the fireplace. It's more like Abraham Lincoln, isn't it? <laughs> you yeah. are correct you are absolutely correct Paul and has a job sign me up right <laughs> and 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 ladies love a beard it's true and children are a big thing in his life like a child told him to grow the beard so he loves kids there we go nice sensitive side gotta love that sad goals right there yeah i heard he liked long walks on the beach 
Sure. You know, and you, not he, a big fan of the theater, though. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say he doesn't love drama and plays. <laughs> Carrie, you know what his stovepipe hat was uh, famously made out of, right? Husband no, material. But, oh, husband material. I love that. So good. We have oh, just in a thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, Alan, Mary Todd Lincoln is among the people who have claimed to hear the ghost of this Tennessee representative, senator, and former president stomping and cursing through the White House. The Rose Room, his old bedchamber, is said to be one of the more haunted rooms in the White House. His old bedchamber. Tennessee... Tennessee, Tennessee. Jackson? It is Jackson. I'm going to drink more. This got boring for a second. Oh. <laughs> got real quiet for all three seconds. And that's I was writing big. down the <laughs> score so I don't mess up. We appreciate that. Yeah, you got to be quiet while the the nerds are doing nerd things just oh my, just my be plan glad that i hit record right my plan for uh the rest of the night in its entirety is to go decompress from my inevitable loss to alan in a bubble bath so uh rum is not going to be a problem nice excellent um that that sounds lovely yeah i, I know right treat you gotta treat yourself carrie yeah i like got a little caught up there i was like that sounds delightful what a what a time well, you know you know what? If you were with Abraham Lincoln, he would have drawn you a bubble bath already. That's true. He already has. He's working on it now. Good right job, after, Abraham. Right after he put the kids to bed. <laughs> That's our boy. Yeah. You so, know, I, I Drew, I was complaining about my man problems earlier. It's because I'm going for the wrong man. Yeah, you're, you need to go for the dead ones. Yeah, the one that's been dead over 140 years. They're quiet. <laughs> That's true. Great <laughs> listeners. They never interrupt. Oh, man. Uh, so, Carrie, what's our eighth category tonight? <laughs> oh, right. We're it doing is, a thing. I bet the dead men will ask me my middle name. Uh, or I'll at least tell them. Issues. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the next category is friendly ghosts? Question mark. Alan, what do you think Jay knows about friendly ghosts? Interrogatory. This, I think I know where this is going. Um, I'll go 10. Okay. Oh, I'm 20-ing it out at this point. Why not? Yes. I'm big. And you said you thought you knew where this was going. I don't know where I was going with that question mark on it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you might sense a theme. All right, Alan. I was never informed there was a question mark. I am just blindsided, and I have no idea what direction this is going. He's a Mysterian. Yeah, I. You can fire me if you want. You you can withhold my last paycheck. Not not at all. I love this. Where are we going? I'm excited. I thought you just got your signing bonus. <laughs> I, I did. Actually, you have to give it back my one dollar. Not at all. Because what you have now is a paper trail. <laughs> oh, exactly. All right. Sorry. Uh, Alan, what Disney franchise, Two Movies and a Ride, which takes place in New Orleans, features the characters Madame Leota, possibly based off Marie Laveau, Sally Slater, Alexander Nitrikoff, 
The Flying Dutchman and The Ghost Host. Eddie Murphy might make an appearance if you're lucky. Haunted Mansion? That is The Haunted Mansion. Uh, some of the different characters in the ride itself have gotten different names and then they get different personalities in the movies and yep. all kinds of things. But That is interestingly my favorite ride at Disney World. I like that it's I, way more interactive. I though. vibe the aesthetics on it a whole lot. It's yeah. like, it's chill. It's scary, but it's not so scary. You can't take like a six-year-old on it. Sure. Exactly. It's like, ooh, just a little spooky. It's a little spooky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and our next question in Friendly Ghosts. This one is in honor of Jay's second best Learned League category, American history. Another ghostly legend of New Orleans is that of pirate and privateer Jean Lafitte. His ghostly apparition has been spotted near the bar slash smuggling warehouse he and his brother operated. In 1815, Lafitte was granted clemency for his piracy by financially propping up the U.S. government by what general and future president? Can you read uh, just the last sentence of that again for me, please? Yeah. In 1815, Lafitte was granted clemency for his piracy by financially propping up the U.S. government by what general and future president? Okay. Yeah. The Without reading like the commas there, I'm like, what? the Did we like double back? Yeah. No, sorry. You're right. to... No, you're good. Uh, that one just, I think, reads better. You, you were just distracted me. by the name Lafitte. A hundred percent. Like Drew saw my smile. Uh, that doesn't mean I know anything about the the pirate the privateer. It's just uh, spoilers. Um, 1815 general future president Grant would be too late, probably for that. Uh, let's say Taylor. I would like to remind you that Drew and I don't write our questions together. This is also Andrew Jackson. Oh, okay, yeah, fair. From the War of 1812 and the Battle of New Orleans. Battle of New Orleans, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I I did the thing where I assumed an answer wouldn't come up twice. And that's on me because you were very clear about that earlier. Well, yeah. and second off, I would absolutely make the same answer appear twice <laughs> to be a dick. Yeah. That's, that is super that's on brand. I did it accidentally. As soon as Drew started asking the question, I messaged him. And all I said was, we didn't write these together. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry. It's okay. All right, Drew. What do we got? All right, it's my turn. Might help if I keep my questions open. Your ninth category was originally going to be what's in a name, but we flip-flopped some things. So it's going to be name that spooky tune. I'm going to read you some lyrics. You're just going to give me the name of the song. Um, Jay, what do you think Alan knows about naming that spooky tune? Uh, yes. That's that's it. That's the answer. Just the word yes. You're going to uh, wager yes. Okay. No, it's not what I'm going to wager. You asked me what I think he knows, and I'm going to say yes. Uh, as to my wager, you know, balls, 20. <laughs> balls, 20. Okay. And Alan, what about for Jay? I know how good she is at music, so I'm going 10. Mm. We're playing right. two very different games right now, Alan. <laughs> As she sips from her bottle of rum. All right. 
The bathtub is already half about drawn in my head. <laughs> so, Jay. Mm-hmm. I'm just an average man with an average life. I work from nine to five. Hey, hell, I pay the price. All I want is to be left alone in my average home. But why do I always feel like I'm in the twilight zone? Just to be clear, my task is to name the song. To name the song, yes. I have no fluffing idea on this, so I'm going to go with what I would do, which I'm hoping that you would do, which is a douchey trick question. And I'm going to say this is Twilight Zone. It is not. It is not. Feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, I forgot that there's verses in that. <laughs> <laughs> there are. There are, in fact, verses in that. It's okay, though. You could potentially be getting 20 points back if Alan doesn't know his. <clears throat> Alan. He's the hairy-handed gent who ran a monk in Kent. Ran a muck in Kent. I can't speak. Jesus. Uh, lately, he's been overheard in Mayfair. You'd better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. Huh. I'd like to meet his tailor. Oh, werewolves of London. It is I'm sitting here mouthing it along with rage. I appreciate I'm like, that one. That I got from three words. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. Oh. In fairness, you right. got yours in like three words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was singing along with that one. Um, and on to our tenth category, Drew. Can we get a score check? We can, we can. This is a Drew, very can we important. not get a score check? This is a very important question for Jay. She is currently more than doubled up, but can make it back here. It is 180 to 80 right now. All right. And our final category is witches. Alan, what do you think Jay knows about witches? Probably a lot, but I will still go 20. Okay. And Jay? I gotta go 20 at this point. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know, fool me five times, shame on you. <laughs> Ooh, we've got the Fez. Excellent. Uh, all right, Alan. The book The Witches was written by what Norwegian-British author? In it, the author says one can identify witches by women who have claws instead of fingernails, are bald but wear a wig, have square feet with no toes, blue spit, and funny-shaped nostrils. Roald Dahl. That is Roald Dahl. Excellent. And to Jay in Witches. Which 16th century queen was called a witch by many of her accusers for her supposed sixth finger when under her chin protruding tooth or even just for seducing the king. Although she was on the throne for around a thousand days, her daughter reigned for 16,198 days. I think you left out the rumor that she had three nipples. Uh, Anne Boleyn. That is Anne Boleyn. I, there were so That's many... That's just a rumor. They're yeah, all there just rumors. So many, uh, ways that they decided that she was a witch. Honestly, mm -hmm. like, it was endless. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, we still have a game heading into our finals. It is 200 to 100. Technically alive. Technically alive. It's the best kind of alive. Right? Yeah. Might as well be technically Look, If literally all the things that haven't gone my way so far start to go my way, I could almost not lose. <laughs> so this is my favorite part of what we're about to do because we're going to reveal you guys' specialty categories before we do the the scoring and the wagering. So, Alan, you're in the lead here. Tell us your uh, specialty category. Uh, do you the, remember? I, I believe I do. It is the the greatest of all time pro wrestler, The Undertaker. Yes, you built in a spooky theme for me by going with The Undertaker. Yeah. Oh, Thanks for the, playing into that one. Depending on which persona, but yeah. That's fair. And and Jay, um, <laughs> what did you pick as your specialty category? Oh, nice. So so Alan, I think took this more seriously than I did uh, going in. Um, I picked feet. <laughs> Alan's like, uh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> it. That's the topic. I regret my topic because there's so much to go on there. Jay has oh, three feet interests: real narrow. feet, rum, and math. And she and was we had already talked about that. two of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys have to figure out your wagers and private message them to Drew, because he's the accountant. So, Drew? Yes? Regarding this? How good is it? Not a good writer. <laughs> the margins are very big. Duh. The font is very big. These are Oops, that way her fans can read it too. Listen, I pre-ordered this. This was sitting on my doorstep when I got home tonight. You know, I love her. Um, I'm probably gonna read it at some point. Okay. I mean, I could lend it to you. Yes, just reach it right through the computer there. I'm 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 gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Nope. We just drink yep. some raw well, water. Do math about feet. What do I want to wait? Yeah, math about feet or feet about math. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know what? I've got my uh my flip offs on, so I have the toes available for the extra math if we need yeah, it. Part, oh yeah, the the feet part worry me. Jay, wagering twenty won't do enough for you. That's what she said. <laughs> that is a bold assumption. Okay, Anne Boleyn, you have 21. No, I used to uh I used to uh mow my lawn in flip-flops. Risky. Yeah, I'm I'm kidding on my own part, but I had a friend in high school that actually lost about half of his pinky toe for that reason. Exactly. Yikes. Yeah. Alarming. All right, Drew, you got some totals over there? Maybe. All right. I do have some totals over here. Thought long and hard about this one. That's what she said. I just had to with the long and hard. And I was going to say it's the only thing long and hard I'm going to be witness to for a while. Hey, Harry. We must brunch at some point. Excellent. Uh, I love you. I'll I'll book my tickets momentarily. 
All right. Well, we're going to start off in the Undertaker. Um, and also the category. So <laughs> <laughs> to say that was pretty cool of you. All right. Jay. What was the name of the Undertaker's manager? A name very fitting for someone involved with a funeral. Pausing for dramatic effect because it's Paul Bearer. Okay, so you're locking in with Paul Bearer. All right, Alan. What wrestler was the first to lose to Undertaker at WrestleMania, thus beginning the illustrious streak? I had a feeling you were going to hit the streak. Uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. All right, you were locking in with Jimmy Superfly Snooker. All right. And we're kicking it over to feet. <laughs> See what I did there? You've been waiting all, all day for that, haven't you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, who gets the question first? Alan does? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get the easier one. Yeah. Because he didn't pick feet. All right. Um, the feet picked him. Ew. Don't they always? Uh, Eponychium, uh, I can spell that for you if necessary, is a smooth and honestly horrifying tentacle-like covering over the foot in the young of what mammal? Hmm. Young of what man? Yeah. Give me the spelling, please. Uh, I am writing it in right now. Ah. Epomnikium. Young of what mammal? I will guess horses. And then J. Which of the following bones is located in the foot? Cuboid, hyoid, or sphenoid? Definitely not the hyoid. That's located in your throat region. I'm trying to remember if the cuboid is one of the wrist bones. Or if it's the sphenoid that is. And I, I, I'm I, leaning on it being the cuboid that's in your wrist. So I'm going to say sphenoid. Okay, locked in with sphenoid. All right. All right, well, let's go back over some answers. We'll head to The Undertaker first. Paul Bearer was the manager for The Undertaker. Is that like ring bearer versus ring bearer? In How I Met Your Mother, just to clarify, it's a ring bearer. Yeah, ring bearer. bearer. Yeah, yeah, ring bearer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have oh, been amazing. Yes. Manager was a bear. That would have been funny. Yeah, Paul Bear. <laughs> I thought that was just uh, Paul Heyman back in the ECW days. <laughs> well, anywho, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker was the wrestler who first lost to the Undertaker at WrestleMania. So you both got your Undertaker questions correct. Let's kick it back over to feet. All right. Same joke again. Yeah, might as well use it. It worked well the first time. Keep, <laughs> keep it going. 
Uh, all right. So we had Epinicium. Uh, it is a weird tentacle-like looking thing. This one also gets a, uh, a visual aid. That's what it looks like. They are. Ew. Yeah, they are on baby horses' uh, hooves. They uh, they're made of like kind of a, a gelatinous feeling thing, so that they don't damage the mother when they with their hooves when they come out. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. But it wears off very quickly. That's I like that pony is in the spelling of the name. I didn't even notice that till I spelled it out. I, I didn't like, oh, either. That's, that's yeah. what I was looking at the spelling. Oh, I was just looking at the first part uh, because, like, Zel uh, Link uh, has a horse named Epona in at least one, and I think two of the games. There that's you go. True. That that's true too. Yeah. Maybe Pony comes from Epona, um, but those are also called horse feathers. Oh yeah. Okay. Those are distinctly not feathers. No. That is like a lamprey. Actually, it looks more yeah. like. Yeah. You're welcome. I feel like Carrie has tried to ruin feet for me with that picture. Emphasis on tried. At least for <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was never my jam. See, there you go. Uh, and then over to the foot bones, the bony feet. Uh, the hyoid bone, you're right, is the one in the neck between the chin and the thyroid. And it is a strong indicator that someone was uh, died of strangulation, if you look on an autopsy. Um, the sphenoid bone is one of the seven bones that makes up the orbit in the skull and the cuboid bone is located on the outer edge of the foot and connects to the metatarsals so it is cuboid rats and shucks there's too many wrist bones none of them were wrist i know but I, there is something yeah. like those in the wrist i yeah i think you're right i tried to make them sound alike on purpose so clever girl that was yeah well, All right, Drew, do some Alan, tabulating. Alan got both of his questions right. Jay missed one, so it's not really, uh, it's a little anticlimactic here. Jay, why don't you tell us what you wagered? Oh, every damn thing. Yes. I believe your exact wager was fuck it all in. Perfect. Excellent. So you will finish with brand. zero. Uh, but lovely party Tell us what you wagered. I was so unsure about the feet category that i wagered one so you will finish with a score of 201 with a with, with a score of 201 to nothing alan you have won today's episode of nerd off the score is not indicative of the talent of my opponent for sure oh it's hella indicative of how this game went alan i'm really upset that neither of you put a 69 in there for your score like i barely I have the 69 to wager yeah, kind of rude. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. so many hats today for you people. <laughs> All right. well, Literally. On your way out here, uh, Jay, you lost. So I'm going to let you go first. Uh, do some more plugging. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, easiest way to find all the stuff I do in the trivia and trivia adjacent spaces is through my link tree. All the links are there. It's uh, linktr.ee slash liquid courage. Courage is spelled with a K. The joke is that because copyright is spelled with a C. I like that. I, I never actually knew why. Uh, no, I started out as a karaoke brand back in 2003. And when I was drunk at a Denny's coming up with the name, uh, you know, spelling courage with a K felt appropriate and it just stuck. I like it. There you go. That's the lore. And Alan, what do you got on your way out? What would you like to say? 
Uh, same thing I always say, adopt, don't shop. And if for some reason you cannot adopt or foster a pet, give them some money. They can always use it. Support your local animal shelters. I love that message, especially since I was an adopted pet. I think we've all adopted you at this point. Yeah. You're Aww. just like a community Drew. <laughs> That, hits different. That, just, that, just leave, that just leaves me really sore. That's got huge village bicycle vibes. I just need to oh, say. Oh, sorry. I meant... Oh. I know. Just... We know what you meant. <laughs> We're all horrible people. I'm trying to be wholesome and nice because nope. he's my friend. Not in this group. What would Abraham Lincoln think of these jokes? Oh, oh no. Why would, you, why would you Lincoln shame me in front of my friends? Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't bring my man into this. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway that was another fantastic episode of nerd off thank you all so much and uh yeah i'm uh, i'm digging the uh the co-hosting vibes so i think we'll just keep this going forever that's it for this episode of nerd off tune in next week same nerd time same nerd channel